Well, aloha, friends. I am Mel, and I'm happy to be sitting here today with you. You will find me in most places as M. Ski Knits. And by most places, I mean I'm active on Ravelry and Twitter, as well as Instagram under that name, M. Ski Knits. You'll find me a lot on the blog, www.singlehandednits.com, which generally when you go there, you find me in words and in video. But I think it's time to come clean here and let you know that the podcast, filming it with you, has, has been difficult for me lately. I could blame it on the fact that I've been, quote-unquote, really busy with some behind-the-scenes knitting that I, I can't show you. Um, and though that is true, there are lots of things that I'm working on that lend themselves to be under tighter wraps just until a later date. That's really not why. I could tell you that I've been really, really busy with Camp Aloha Friends and just can't make the time. Um, yes, Camp Aloha Friends is so awesome. It's so much fun. It has been great, even today, interviewing people to share with you guys on the blog, whether you're involved in Camp Aloha Friends or not. These are people that are teaching during Camp Aloha Friends that I am certain that meeting them and being introduced to them in a, a deeper level than just me typing something up on the blog, hearing their voices, that you're going to be enriched by that. So today I've had the opportunity to do that. The truth is, guys, as I sit here in my sitting room upstairs and I'm looking out the window and the breeze is blowing and spring has sprung and sprouted outside and it is beautiful. And I'm sitting with my knitting and my laptop in front of me. On my laptop is home. There's a photo of Donkey's Beach. The truth is, I have been homesick. Homesickness is a tricky thing to talk about because automatically for me, I feel sharing with you that I'm homesick makes it sound like I don't appreciate where I am. And that's not the case. This is our temporary home and we are enjoying it. We're loving the community. We're loving Southern hospitality. We are thankful for opportunities for the kids to connect in different ways. But when I sit on the beach especially, my heart is reminded of the familiar beaches of Kauai. And my heart, my spirit, what drives me really does miss that. There's something to be said for experiencing a place that you love so passionately and deeply that the very place you live is your friend. And I felt that way with Kauai. I feel that way with Kauai. But I feel that way with you all. No matter where I go or what I do, I have you guys around to be friends with. And I'm thankful for that. So I've had a little bit of a struggle because though the beaches here are beautiful, when I sit on them, right now it's like salt on a wound. 
when I sit indoors and I see myself holding things up in front of you, I just don't feel like it's me. So what I wanted to do is kind of take me sitting in front of you out of the equation and let you focus on your hands. And so what I'd ask now is, if you read the blog prior to uh, listening, you know that I asked you if you would come and sit and knit with me and do a special project. As I work my way through homesickness and try a new way of connecting with you, I will be using, of course, all different mediums. I may be podcasting audio podcasts. I may feel like videoing. Um, just I haven't found exactly what I want to do yet with the blog and the podcast. And I want to be forthright and tell you all. To me, the more important thing is doing with you creative elements. And so, grab any yarn you want. For me, if you look on Twitter or Instagram and you use the hashtag, hashtag SHKpodcast, find a little picture of an itty-bitty Lion Brand yarn skein. It's small. It is a little itty-bitty bonbon is what they're called. I have a package of eight of them. They're all different colors, and I like this deep dark purple. So I'm going to take it out and take the little tag off. It's a cute little tag. And I am going to work on something new. I'm going to work on a little itty bitty swatchity thing. And the cool thing about this that I hope you'll do with me is this is not your typical swatch. We're not swatching because there's a garment we have to get gauge for. We are not swatching to see how the yarn is going to respond or drape. Although those are great and important things. And if you've taken the swatch like you mean it class, you will see there are hundreds of other reasons to swatch. In fact, I have on my list of things to do this week to give that page a facelift because I want to put up there some pictures for those of you who are still kind of skeptical of joining in that class. Um, just some feedback from others. In fact, hey, if you took that class right now using the hashtag single-handedknits SHK podcast, how about use that on Twitter or um, Instagram? Look through and find a picture of something you made in that class or Use the hashtag on Twitter and just shout out what you think about the class so that other people who are listening now might be able to go back and look through that and see. The online community isn't just about showing what awesome new shoes you got, which I think is fun. It's really Twitter and Instagram and blogs and different forums and social media are, are there to help give information so other people could know. If you liked the class, share a little bit about the class. I'm hoping to put some information up there for you guys. But what I'd like to do today is to just knit something for the sake of knitting while I'm chatting. So what I'd like for you to do is grab any needles, any yarn. It doesn't matter what size. It really does not matter um, what yarn. It doesn't matter what color anything you have on hand for this little fun time together. So what we're going to do is, let's see, one, two, three, four, 
and 3, 6, 9, 12, 13, 14, 15, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, times 3 is 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. All right, let's cast on 19 stitches, everybody. Cast on 19 stitches and purl back on the first row. Knit, which is going to be your right side. So the first one that you're purling on is your wrong side. Second row is right side. Third row is wrong side. Work in stockinette. And this will all be on the blog if you want so you can join in just to get you started. So you're going to work in stockinette for the first three rows. Then you'll be ready on the knit side to begin and I will tell you what to do in real time. I'll come back to it. So you start working on your three rows. I'm going to start working on mine and when I get there I'll chat some more about what to do next. So I've been knitting a lot behind the scenes and I like that. It's kind of fun to be able to create. However, there is a distinct disadvantage when you have a video podcast to, to show things. Um, it's kind of hard to show things that you want to keep a secret. <laughs> it gets kind of boring from your end, I would think, to sit and see me sitting there and not really having a whole lot to share with you. Um, so what I'd like to do is draw your attention to the yarns that I have been knitting with and to kind of give you a real feel for what I think about them for summer knitting. I shared on the blog not too long ago a little bit more about that where I introduced you to three friends that I said. I am wearing right now as I'm knitting and chatting with you, I am wearing Laredo, which is available on the Kelborn's Woolen site. Laredo is a pattern they've published of mine. And it is knit in the yarn Savannah. Savannah is a wonderful summer yarn. It is a blend primarily of cotton and linen and silk. It has a just soft, gentle feel about it. It feels like spring. It feels like it wants to be knit for your summer, wearing and frolicking at the beach. What I really like about this yarn kind of dovetails with a second yarn that I introduced to you on the blog. It's by Space Cadet Creations and it is called Baby. Baby is a silk and linen blend and the way it's described really captures in a nutshell what I love best about it. Stephanie, who's the head dyer for Space Cadet Creations, says that Phoebe takes color in a way that makes it feel like an old pair of jeans. I don't know about you, but I love my old jeans best. In fact, I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing probably the oldest pair of lucky jeans that I own. They are soft. They were a brilliant indigo blue when I first got them. And now they, they even have some white spots and some fraying, but they're so comfortable and they, they have a lot of memories to them. They're just perfectly perfect the way they are. Phoebe and Savannah are both softer colors. They, they, color the, they carry the colors differently. 
Now I'm sure Kelborn Woolens has some vibrant colors, just as Space Cadet Creations does. But I believe the way these blends work together and absorb colors just distinctly lend themselves to spring and summer. It's kind of like when you first see a new shoot of grass popping up or a little bulb out of the uh, ground. That that soft yellowish green, that whitish green actually, that is peeking up and it just is, it's a color filled with adventure to come, expectations that will arrive, things that you can look forward to. I think of fall as the colors um, plum, a deep purple, when the leaves have turned and they're that, that rich purple and that deep brown and rust and the way the green of the evergreen trees just kind of looks deeper green because the other trees around it are getting naked and it just stands out a lot more especially when juxtapositioned with the falling leaves um, of color that green just holds its own in a rich deep stature um, so these yarns that I've talked about Savannah and Thebe they kind of evoke to me the spirit of the soft sandy beaches the beach on the sand is or the sandy beaches are never colored like a deep deep brown it's you know it's a gentle soft warm tan um, the sea I'm thinking of uh, going to Donkey's Beach or even going down to to kitchens which is also on the east side um, near um, Wailua, the water there is not a bold, bright blue. It's a, a soft blue, a clear blue, a, a gentle, summery blue. The sky, as I'm looking out right now, it's, it's a milkier blue. It's a gentler blue. And these soft colors, I think, to me, are what excites me. So I wanted to share with you the neat thing about these two previously mentioned yarns is not just the way they feel in my hands and how they're soft and, and um, rich. Uh, Savannah is um, a thicker worsted weight yarn. Um, it has a, a pops of nubby things in it. And every once in a while you'll find a little bit of vegetative grassy thing in it. Same thing with Thebe, just a couple pieces here and there, once in a while. Um, the plant in it, I think, just drives you to being near the ground, near, near nature. But they both have uh, a gentle quality that, um, that I like. Now, before I tell you about the third yarn and about the giveaway, I want to go ahead and get us working because if you're like me, you're ready to go. All right, so here's the pattern. First two stitches you're keeping in stockinette, right? Last two stitches you're keeping in stockinette. Over the center, you're going to start off by working the first three stitches in. You're going to purl, purl, purl. Knit, knit, knit. Purl, purl, purl. Knit, knit, knit. Purl, purl, purl. Work the two edges. So it's going to be three purl, three knit. 3 purl, 3 knit, 3 purl. Got it? And you are going to work that on the right side. 
So when you flip over and you work the wrong side, what I need you to do is then, wait a minute, I guess you should work that first one first because that's where I am. The second one, what you're going to do is work back completely purling. So all wrong sides are going to be purl. Knit side, three, purl, three, knit, three, purl, three, knit. And you're going to work that as the pattern in between your edges. Okay? And I want you to do that for rows one, two, three, four, five. And then we'll catch up on row five. Oh, hey, now's a good time that you can show me the first few rows that you've done. Snap a picture and underneath of it, tell me or in a tweet or if you need to go back to the blog, what kind of cast on method you used for this little experiment. And if you've got your handy dandy iPhone, why don't you show me a picture of the beginning of this? We're going to have some fun. We're going to use this as a learning op opportunity. Okay, so as you are working rows one for the pattern on the right side, two for the purl, three for the pattern, four for the purl, five for the pattern, as you're doing that, I'm going to talk to you about the last of the yarns that I wanted to talk about today. It's Kestrel. Kestrel is the newest offering from Quince and Company, and it is 100% organic linen. What I like about it is the uniqueness of its construction. It is a ribbon-esque type yarn, and it has this tubularity to it. It looks as if, it just reminds me of when I used the serger, how all of those strands of thread kind of work themselves together. And when I stretch it, it looks, I don't know, it looks, well, I'll show you a picture of it. Look on the blog. There'll be a, a close-up. The neat thing that I found from knitting with Kestrel is when you first look at it, it seems very light and delicate. And while that remains true when you knit with it, there's a part of Kestrel that really shows up. In a cardigan that I've created out of Kestrel, I found, I was really surprised at the way Kestrel had more personality than I thought, a little bit more heft to it. Not heaviness, but just a full-bodied kind of... Um, a different side of its personality when you started knitting with it as opposed to looking at it. It seems very flat and like a flat ribbon when you're you're feeling it and, and touching it and holding it in the skein and, and looking over it. But as it starts to press together and twist and work into stitches, it, it becomes a little more dynamic, I find. And as promised on the blog not too long ago, someone was going to win a skein. I have that skein right here with a little blue tag that Natalia wrote on. She picked at random for me so I would not know who the winner is and she stuck on a little blue sticky tab 
the back of the Kestrel um, tag is the person's name who won. And I'm going to open that in just a second. How are you doing though with your stitching, your knitting? Are you almost ready for me to tell you the next part of the stitch? Yes, I, I'm getting there too. All right, while we're waiting for all of us to catch up with the next part, I am going to tell you who won. I'm very excited. Let's see. Natalia is so good. She and Elena both picked this week's winners. Um, the first is of Kestrel, and the color is, let me lift it up because I want to make sure I say it. It's Senza. It is dye lot one, so one of the first dye lots sent out. I ordered this as soon as it came out. Senza, S-E-N-Z-A, is a soft, natural color. It is, reminds me of the sandy beaches, a very soft sand, um, a, a cooler sand versus like a honey color. So it's, it's beautiful. And this skein goes to, of course, I've got a few more stitches. Let's all rush to the end of the row. Oh, I know there's only a few stitches. You're probably like, Mel, how come it's taking you so long? My left hand is still not as fast as yours, I'm sure. But just so you guys know, an update. This is a hand update Why I'm working my way to the end of the row. Um, I tried a couple of stitches again with my left hand. It was slow and tedious, but there it is. The left hand knit, I think, a total of eight stitches on... Um, a swatch I was doing for another project and it was a very very proud moment for me not proud in prideful sense but proud as in I was so stoked really really cannot wait to be a left-handed picker again <laughs> okay I'm putting the knitting down so I can read you the tag this happy skein is going to go to Linda Titko Titko uh, Linda, L-I-N-D-A, last name. I know you. You've got the beautiful red hair. You met Stephanie, and you sent me a picture of you wearing your old man in the sea. I know exactly who this is. T-Y-T-K-O. And I'm going to snap a picture so you guys can see. Oh, and Natalia was doodling on it. She loves doodling. So she doodled a picture of, I guess it's an eyeball. Yep, there we go. I can see. And there's your winning. Oh, on my computer. This is not as glamorous as other places I've had you guys, but there you go. Message me, um, email me at mel, M-E-L, number four, S-H-K, at gmail.com, and I will send this your way. That was nice of Natalia to pick you, and I know it's going to a happy home. So those are three fun knits. Uh, or yarns to knit with this summer. I'm really excited of the beauty that lies ahead, the fun for the spring and the summer. Here I am already talking about summer, and it's it's still spring. It's because it's so... It, it, spring is such a looking ahead. It just almost forces its way out of its position because it just catapults you. It springs you ahead. So, Okay. So the first five rows, you were alternating between the three purl and three knit across between the two um, selvet or the side seams. So for the next one, two, three, 
four rows, you are going to just work in stockinette. So for rows six, seven, eight, and nine, we're going to work stockinette. Okay? And then for those of you who are eager beavers, in case I forget, after that, starting on row 10, then you are going to do the opposite of what you just did with this first pattern. So instead of purl three, knit three, purl three, knit three, purl three, you are going to knit three, purl three, knit three, purl three, knit three. Okay? So recap. We cast on. We knit one, two, three rows and complete stockinette. On the fourth row was the right side and it actually became our first row for the pattern. And we purled three, knit three, purled three, knit three, purled three. All wrong side rows we are purling. We did those four rows um, one, two, three, four, so we, we kept that in pattern. Then four rows of stockinette and then the next one, two, three, four, five rows. Actually, it would be six rows because you're going to work a wrong side row too. You're going to do the opposite of the first pattern you did. So see if that doesn't make sense. Remember, I wrote it out on the blog. And I'm interested to see what you guys think of all of us knitting little tiny swatches together as we, as we listen to me blather on. I'm hoping, though, that you guys are remembering to snap a picture here and there of this little mini experiment that you might be doing or if you are knitting something different I'd love to see it it gets me excited I was interviewing somebody earlier today and that was one thing we talked about is how you all inspire me and you all make me eager to chat with you and so when I get that feedback from you it really makes me stoked so those were three new yarns that um, I'm looking forward to getting to know a little bit better for this summer. And I'm wondering what you do differently or do you do anything differently for springtime knitting or summertime knitting? Do you just continue to knit what you normally do? Do you have a, a fetish for socks and no matter what the weather, you are going to... Whether the weather is weather, whether the weather is not, what I don't even know that one. <laughs> Whatever the weather is, you are happily knitting socks. Um, I'm just curious. To me, knitting isn't just about what you're knitting, but what the other person is knitting and what motivates them to do it. Okay, there was another little giveaway that I should probably give away and let you guys know. This was one that was picked by Elena and if you saw the Natalia's buns, which we were talking about little bunny buns, Natalia's buns are bigger than mine. She knit some bunnies and I knit some little buns and we compared the fact that the two of us are very unique. We are flesh and blood, definitely related to each other, we used the same needles and, in fact, the same exact yarn and the same stitch counts and pattern for a little bunny. And yet our bunnies came out very different. Well, if you remember, I said that we had some leftovers. I've got 
several little balls that we handballed so we could both use and make the bunnies. And then I have two little mini skeins from, you guessed it, the Space Club, uh, Space Cadet Creations Mini Skein Club that are going to one lucky winner. And this Elena picked. She went to the Natalia's Buns or Bigger Than Mine post. <laughs> and Elena, without any help, looked through, found somebody, pointed that person out, and Natalia sent me the winner. I have not looked yet. I've been wanting to, but let's see who it is. I have to put my knitting down. You guys are going to be so far ahead of me because of that. Although I'm liking it. I do like this little purple. This purple is fun. Who is it that likes purple? Oh, there are so many of you knitters that love purple. Okay, so I'm putting it down. I'm going to show you I'm putting it down. It's on the floor. It's all happy on the floor. Look at that. It's so cute. Taking a picture. And now I'm going to look up the text. So, where are you? Natalia. There she is. She texts me a lot. Ah! Elena chose Brandy BJ. Oh, yeah! Brandy over in California. You have won the two full mini skein skeins. One is a vibrant pink and orange, and one is an orange, uh, like a tonal orange, and then a couple of blues, bright blues, a couple of soft blues, and a couple of greens and browns, and that is... Uh, that one is really, really soft. It is the Aurora, which is, I think, 20% cashmere. The other two are sparkly Lucina, which has the Stellina in it, the little metal, to make it sparkle. So those are fun giveaways. So Brandy, you know who you are, girl. Brandy, you go ahead and shoot me out a message and let me know where I can mail this. And I will gladly get these to you all. So, can you hear the bird in the background? Doesn't it sound lovely? I can't let you guys go just yet, even though we are approaching the 30-minute mark. I want us to get through this little pattern just a little bit further. So are you knitting? I bet you guys are blowing through it. I am like the snailiest snail. So, what we are doing is called Cornish Lattice. And Miss Bev, who taught me to knit, who I am internally grateful to for the rest of my life. Um, I will be so thankful for that friendship and so forever enriched. And you guys should be thankful for her too. If it wasn't for her, we would not be knitting together. Um, she took it upon herself to share with me how to knit. And she taught me many, many, many things. One thing was how to adjust and tweak and turn and experiment with patterns. And she taught me that basket weaving one where you, you have the garter and then the stockinette and then you reverse it. And then she would play with different ones. And she would show me how you can take, of course, things that you all already know, knitting and purling and do them in pattern for a little while and then reverse them. And I really like this Cornish lattice that she showed me. And as you knit this, it's just a little simple small thing that the benefit of doing it with this yarn that you're using, this little scrap, 
To me, this is new yarn. I have never used Lion brand cotton yarn. This is my first time. And as I'm knitting with it, I'm getting to know it. And by using it in stockinette, and then flipping it over and being able to see what it would look like in reverse stockinette, to see it in the pattern with the um, garter and the little pattern work there over the 15 stitches is really nice. It's, it's fun to get to see it play up and how, how it kind of drapes. It is, is very, very soft. It's, it's got that silky feel to it that I feel all cotton. I, I, it's, let's see, it's very nice twist to it. I'm trying to untwist it so I can tell you how many plies it is. Let's see, it is one, two, three, four ply. And really, this is my first time using it, and I, I like it. I like the itty-bitty little ball, the little bonbons. So I'm going to try different things. But the neat thing about this Cornish lattice is you can really pull it down and see how the stitches bounce back a little bit. I am doing it on larger sized needles, so it would be very interesting to see, instead of doing it on US 7s, to perhaps do it on a 4 and see what it looks like at a tighter gauge. If you are doing it on a 4, make sure you um, copy me on your picture so I can see it and at mski knits me, or definitely use the hashtag so we can see it. The beauty of sitting here together and you all being such great sports <laughs> and listening to me just kind of chatter on is you don't realize it but I am slowly learning to knit in front of you yes not by way of video but I'm trying to think and talk and knit with two hands and I'm gaining a little bit of confidence I see that yeah I'm definitely not as fast as you all but I am faster than I have been and though I am having trouble and you could probably hear it in my voice at times trying to concentrate on talking to you as well as knitting it can be done it might not always be done I may not spend every time we sit and chat together or on video knitting but it's it's a great activity for me to do this. It's a nice thing to challenge myself, even if it is only for this 30 minutes today. Um, for me, that's what knitting is. Knitting is very complex and very diverse and very simple all at the same time. It's a chance for me to take two sticks and some yarn, no matter what size or shape or color, and make something. It's a confidence builder. It's a, a brain refresher. It's a chance for all of us to have something in common. I'm stoked because for those of you who took advantage of this time together, you and I have been making the same exact thing. Yeah, we're using different yarns, but our pattern is the same. We can compare and contrast it soon. We'll have something in common. We both have a little standard that uh, we can measure um, things up to, not for competition purposes, but just to see our uniqueness compared to each other. I look forward to seeing what you've made. 
I look forward to showing you what I've made. I especially like the fact that in a small way, I feel like we've been productive. I'm working on a new stitch with you and you are working on a new stitch with me. Maybe not that new to you, but I encourage you, make this one and hang on to it. Take a picture of it and show me. And be prepared for the next time we sit and chat together. I'll have a better handle on knitting with you. And I think I'll have, I've already gotten, as I was sitting here, several different ideas of something simple and quick we could do together. And hey, it might work out that when we do our little podcast time together, where you and I sit together and visit, wouldn't it be nice if at the end we have little mini finished objects? <laughs> you guys are very precious and dear to me. And I hope that comes through when I spend time chatting with you. The things I do and post on the blog, I do because originally I started this blog because I wanted to make five new friends. And you guys well, well exceeded that. But I'm always looking forward to doing something new with you. And when I say with you, I look forward to having you guys participate. So if you've never mustered up the courage to chat with me on the blog, why don't you make today that day? If you haven't subscribed to the blog, I don't want you to miss out. So please, head over to www.singlehandednits.com and at the bottom, underneath all those fantastically cute pictures of my kids or happy, cheerful, beachy scenes, there's a place at the bottom that says subscribe by email. Enter your email there and you won't miss out on anything that I post. And there are some amazing things coming up that I really don't want you to miss out on. Other people, aside from me, chatting and sharing with you in ways that I am sure will inspire and delight you and hopefully spur you on to, to try something. Try something in a different way. Try something with a different person. There's so many amazing things about you. And I'm just really fortunate that you've elected to spend your time with me and share some of that amazingness. So from my deepest heart, I want to thank you for that. Now, how's your knitting going? How's it looking? Snap a quick picture and let me see. Or tweet me and let me know. Find me on the blog and tell me all about it. I'm going to snap one last picture. Oh my goodness, that's not too bad. I got the first full set of pattern done. I did the stockinette intermission part. And I've got, this was, This is going to be, oh, maybe we should hang out together for one more second. I've got one more row to do the new part of the pattern. So knit two for the edge. Knit three, hopefully this is not screwing any of you guys up. You're probably like, shut up, Mel, that's not the row I'm on. Now I'm purling three, and you're still saying, shut up, shut up. i got to finish this row. Then I'm going to knit three, and then I'm going to purl three. And no, I'm not using my left hand. I am not that fast with my left hand anymore. I'm using my right hand. 
and knit three to the end. So I need to knit the last two. Voila, girlfriend, I did it. So I finished the second pattern, which is, oh, that is cute. So they're offset, oh shoot, gosh, nose. All right, big snafu, confession time. I forgot these are double pointed needles. <laughs> I slid it to the end. And what do you think happened when it reached the end and I was still sliding it? <laughs> yes, they just popped off. So even I am entrusted with the livelihood of small people. Doesn't that scare you? <laughs> okay, here we go. They're back on. They're all twisted, but I'll fix it. So I challenge you to repeat that maybe twice. So here's your first one. Do the um, the first set and then the stockinette, then the second set, and then also stockinette portion again, which the stockinette portion after you do the, the last pattern we did is one, two, three, four rows. And then repeat this. Uh, it's a total from not the edging and not the side selvage edges, but from start to finish, it's 18 rows. So I encourage you to do another pattern repeat, and that'll give you 36 rows to really kind of see what this pattern would look like. I can already look at it and tell some different things that I would like to use it for, but I'll save that for a blog post later on this week. And I'd like to hear your thoughts once we blog about it and see what you think that these stitches might come in handy in certain areas. Oh my goodness, they're so pretty. It almost looks like a broken rib stitch, but it's not. It's kind of, it's going to work its way up to be like a little lattice. That's so much fun. Oh, the alternatives too. Okay, now I'm just yammering. <laughs> I heard that. Some of you said, what have you been doing all this time? Yammer, yammer, yammer. All right, my friends. Thanks for choosing to spend time with me. I appreciate you. And I'm glad we had this little talk. So until next time. Visit me on the blog, www.singlehandedknits.com. Find me on Ravelry and join our group. It's a great group of neat people. And we are starting to gear up for Camp Aloha Friends. So if you're a part of that, there's a place to do a postcard swap. And if you're not part of Camp Aloha Friends, think about joining in. There's still time. There's plenty of time. you got all summer. And lots of fun activities. If, though, you're not involved in Camp Aloha Friends, still be on the lookout for a really fun summer activity that I've got planned and plan to announce in just a couple weeks. So join the group. Looking forward to talking again very soon. Aloha.